Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn, and welcome to episode 103 of the Glenn Thanks the Podcast. We've come this far. Thank you for hanging out with me today and downloading or streaming or whatever you're doing, man. I don't even know. Turning on the radio that plays the internet shows. Uh, but I'm glad that you're here. Hopefully today I'll be able to distract us at least for a while from the cold reality that is our all of our lives now, man. Do you know? Did you hear about the? Did you hear? I'm, did you hear about the big news? Did you hear about the Kim Jong Un might be dead? Like if he's not dead, I'm gonna be kind of upset about that because, I mean, it's like a little kid that hides for you know hides in his closet and just wants attention. You know, like I want people to worry about me. And so, you know, like, if he's alive, he should say, yo, I'm alive, you know? And if he's dead, man, I feel bad for the surgeons that did sur- that did surgery on that dude, man. I bet, I bet while they were doing it, man, you can't, that's, talk about pressure, you know? You are most definitely going to be killed if you mess this up, even if it was his fault. Like, that dude was fat, he was not healthy, he didn't take care of himself, and, uh, and but but if he dies on your operating table you're in trouble buddy you're in trouble buddy but uh but anyway that was in the news so that was one good thing that that happened this week and then uh what else what else what else what else oh it was steak day yesterday so i invented this new uh holiday i think that it should be a national weekly holiday called steak day right and, uh, I mean, for all the vegans, I don't know. I don't know the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian. And then, because there used to just be vegetarians, and then came the vegan, and then comes the, I don't know, the people that eat fish but don't eat red meat or chicken. I don't know what they're called. Episcopalians? I don't know, man. But, uh, but anyway, like, if, if there was a national steak day, a weekly national holiday called steak day, which I think there should be at least once a week, then they could have like salad day or whatever, you know, the piece, piece of fish day, piece of tilapia day. And, uh, but anyway, so I start, it gives me something to look forward to every week, you know? And it's like something that I talk about, something that I look forward to. I've thought about, I would, I like, I have entertained the thought of multiple steak days a week. But for now, it's just one steak day a week because, you know, you go out on the weekends, you know, and and like at least for me, I would eat something that I wanted, you know, during the during the sometime during the weekend, usually, because a lot of times food to me is survival, you know. And if you're some kind of foodie and you're like, I eat my well, I want all this time. It's so good. Like it's good for you. Good for you, man. Everybody doesn't have time to sit around all the time and worry about like, uh, and just worry about, like, think about food. Like, I think about food a lot, but I got stuff to do, man. And you can't, like, you can't, uh, you can't always eat what you want or get what you want because it's out of the way, right? You're just like, let me eat this piece of licorice and a biscuit and, uh, like this piece of broccoli so I don't, so I don't be dead when I wake up tomorrow. And so, uh, so steak day is kind of a big deal to me, right? And so, uh, you know, because you go out and you find the steak that you want and, and then you grill the steak that you want and it's just delicious. Well, last night after steak day, I fell asleep and I had this dream about, uh, I had this dream about 
like a butcher coming to my house and delivering all of these steaks, like probably 50 pounds of steaks. And they were steaks that don't even exist, right? They were like my fantasy steak. You know how uh, uh, teenagers might have like a like a sex dream or something like that, and it'll be like of a girl, and it will be just like a supermodel, like unattainable beauty. You know, it was pretty much like that, except with steak for me. It was like a... It was steaks that are so big that they're big and juicy <laughs> that they don't even exist. Like T-bones the size of, of, of a, like a small coffee table. They were huge, man. They, they were these huge. And I was like, there's not even cows that big, man. These are like dinosaur steaks. When I woke up, I thought that in the dream, it was real. I mean, they were right before me. And so... Uh, so that made me happy, you know, because it was like, I'm dreaming. I created this holiday. Actually, it was kind of me and my brother's deal, you know, but I mean, not. I, I just feel like I'm more passionate about the whole steak day, like, because I'm just, I'm just really into it. It's like if Christmas and steak day fell on the same day, it would be steak day. I'm sorry. It's steak day. Cause see next year, Christmas. I love Christmas. Like my favorite holiday up until now, it's been bumped to second place by the steak day. But, uh, so that's a little, I, that's a bright spot in all of this for me. You know, the, the little, uh, holiday that I created something else, the, the, the one other thing, the one other thing that has brought me, like, it, it really made me smile in all of this mess that's been going on. You know, because everybody's kind of been, you know, going around keeping their heads down, just trying to stay safe, except for the idiots, is the Parks and Rec did a uh, did a benefit reunion show. Uh, I think it was for Feed America, uh, the charity, and and I missed it. I was busy when it came on, and uh, and I turned it on last night, and man, it just made me smile. It made me like. Um, it just made me so happy because that's one of the shows that is like, to me, Parson Rec is like an innocent show and it's just clean, fun, and it just makes me laugh and smile. And to see all those people get back together again and reunite, even though it was from like, uh, it was kind of like a, what do they call it? And a, not Skype call, but what everybody's like, kind of like Zoom, uh, just that reunion it made me happy and it just made me chuckle and smile. Some of the stuff is just those characters were just perfect all together. It was just, it was, it's like a perfect storm, you know, every once in a while, even though like I might like a lot of shows that show all the characters, it was just perfect. And I love it. It was great. And if you're a Parson Rec fan, you should watch. It will make you feel good to watch that show. So, you know, that was something that, uh, that happened that this week that was good. Let's talk about good stuff. Except, well, I think that I'm going to talk about good stuff today. I think that I'm going to try to, maybe I won't have as negative of a tone. I guess, <laughs> I guess we'll see.
I've had that song, uh, 5,000 Candles in the Wind, Bye-bye uh, Little Sebastian, Bye-bye Little Sebastian. Like, I've had that stuck in my head uh, since I watched the Parks and Rec thing. That's the only song that uh, that I've had, like, that I've thought about. And I even went on iTunes to see if I could find it. And I couldn't, I found like remakes of that song, but I couldn't find the actual song, which is kind of a bummer to me, but that has nothing to do with what I wanted to talk about today. Did you guys see that the U.S. Navy declassified some UFO footage? Did you see this, right? This is not news to me. Like, that's not like, oh, UFOs exist. Like, I have believed in UFOs since I saw UFOs as a young, young, it was like a young teenager that I saw some UFOs in Pensacola, Florida. And, uh, like clearly. And, uh, and so this wasn't news to me, like, oh, they exist. But what really got me about this whole thing is this is like mainstream news. If you haven't heard about it, which I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you hadn't heard about this was that, uh, because I mean, but it wasn't mainstream news. So, so if you Google it, you'll see, you'll be able to watch it. And, uh, what really kind of got me about this whole deal is like people just don't care you know and i think that strategically i'm always like i'm a conspiracy theorist like i just like the thought i like the thought of certain things like like mothman you know like mothman or lizard man or you know i've talked about conspiracy theories before uh sasquatch bigfoot all this stuff i like the thought that there are things out there that we don't know about, right? I just like to believe that stuff. It's, it's, it, it might be the little kid imagination that's left in me, you know, from being young that, that I like that fantasy of, of everything not being predictable and like there's an order to every, I like kind of the chaos of the unknown, you know, I, personally. And so I like to think about UFOs and I get excited when I think about, you know, things of that nature. And, uh, and so this was like big news to me. I was like, they declassified it, you know? And when I, as soon as I saw that, because I saw some videos about it, I want to say, and I want to say it was sometime around Christmas when these videos surfaced, I want to say it was Christmas last year or November, December, maybe it's Thanksgiving time, sometime around them, there, these videos uh, surfaced, these Navy videos, well, I guess the Navy officially declassified them this this week, and so I was expecting to see this everywhere, and I didn't, and it really kind of bugged me, because I was like, this is, this should be going viral everywhere, people should be, everybody should be flipping out about this. You know, and being like, what? Like all the non-believers, like people that believe in UFOs. This is like, uh, this is kind of big, but it's not really, I don't know. It's not like earth shattering. Because I mean, if you've believed in something for a long time, you'd be like, duh. Yeah, we knew that. But I mean, this is like a, should be a big deal to people that, that have denied uh, that UFOs even exist. You know, not saying what's on board. It could be, you know, top secret government, whatever. I think as aliens, just because it's fun to think that. But uh, but anyway, so it didn't go viral, right? And it wasn't this big news thing. And I think that they kind of strategically released it 
you did this during a pandemic, you know, where you kind of knew what the big news, the big news every day is kind of the same thing over and over again, you know? And, uh, and so I think that they released it at this time on purpose, but something else that I saw in the news this week was, uh, it was either Kendall or Kylie Jenner, right? Had this, uh, had this photo shoot with them getting, I don't know which one it was, you know, I really don't care. It really doesn't matter. Like, because all of this, it's, it's, all, the, it's all the same. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, uh. If we, either one of them, it doesn't make a difference in my story. But they had this photo shoot, right? And they were, you could tell their makeup was done. A photographer took the, these pictures. And it was like they were getting in their car. And they were putting on or taking off like a mask. Like a, one of those was an N95 mask. And it was, what, what, what hashtag, hashtag pandemic, hashtag dying. Like, what are we doing? Why is this news? See, this is what got me. Is like, you, you do your thing. That's fine. But what bugs me is the American consumer, the American media consumer. Maybe it's the worldwide, but I'm not going to slam the rest of the world because I live in America. So I don't know if, if like uh, Japanese people in Japan find this interesting uh, or Japanese American people in Japan. I don't know what I'm supposed to call them. Can I say what I'm saying? I don't know what. <laughs> you know how they say. Uh, what do they say? The the the. They don't say Indians anymore. They say Native Americans. So like anywhere, you're so scared to say anything. People with different ethnicities, like you're scared to say anything so you're talking you're talking about japanese people in japan you're like uh japanese american people but uh so i don't know about the the media consumers over there all i know is that in america we consume so much media and we 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 take in so much from people that that are doing things like having a photo shoot during a pandemic with a mask and and because there are some pr people out there that will they're like oh she's okay and to me that's just it's just the craziest thing that i've ever seen especially when ufo footage is declassified you know that to me should get almost all the attention and focus outside of Outside of, like, updates on the virus, I know that everybody wants to know what the curve is doing. What the old curve is doing. But, I mean, this is, like, it's insane that, uh, you know, hashtag national tragedy. Hashtag stir crazy. <laughs> hashtag going out during a lockdown. Or maybe she wasn't going out, you know. It's just insane to me that this is, uh... That this is where we are now, but it is where we are, you know? And, uh, you know, speaking of crazy ladies, which I'm not, you know, I'm not, there's plenty of crazy guys. There's plenty of crazy guys, but I'm a crazy guy, so I'll talk about the opposite sex. Uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about Prince Harry and his wife, right? And I was thinking about how, how a lot of women, and I know that a lot of men get in women's heads, 
but a lot of women will get in men's heads. You know, like a lot of a lot of women that are in like abusive uh, relationships will defend. You know, uh, will defend their abuser. You know, and it's sad. That kind of stuff is sad, man. And uh, and they'll 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 make excuses or think that they deserve something. You know, because they uh. That's just what they know, you know, and, and when you're in like an abusive uh, relationship or a toxic relationship, sometimes when you're in that kind of thing, you don't see it for what it is until until like years after when you're out of it. You know, you, you people say I couldn't see the forest for the trees. Um, and so, like, I think that like, you know, like Steve Kerr. When he was on, you know that 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 quote or video of Steve Kerr that came out, and it was like when he played for the Bulls, and Michael Jordan punched him in the face. Like he's like, it really made our friendship better because it's Michael Jordan. Man, I don't even care if you're Michael Jordan. You're not gonna punch me in the. Who are you? You know what I mean? You're a good. You play a game good. You know, and watch. I've been watching the new Michael Jordan like documentaries and it has because I grew up seeing this side of him because I grew up during the time he played basketball so I watched Michael Jordan play basketball and it has changed my view of he, I, he was a prick man yeah he 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 wanted to win but like let's not beat around the bush he was you don't punch your teammate in the face and and then you know Steve Kerr's like I made our friendship better shut up don't nobody care what you're saying but that's like a woman that gets beaten in a relationship and she's like, yeah, that's a, that's totally, you know, that's totally, a, um, that's totally acceptable that, that, you know, that, that, that they did that to me. And so, uh, so anyways, like, uh, what was I even talking about? I was trying to make a point from all this. Uh, oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> like uh how women will get in men's heads is how Michael Jordan got in Steve Kerr's head is uh you know how you know how um she made him leave the royal family and I was thinking about that that this week and I was thinking about like who would leave a royal family like you nobody even if you're the black sheep of the family you're living a life of luxury not to saying that they're not now but they they're definitely not to the extent that they were before i was like who would leave a royal family that doesn't even make sense you know that doesn't even make sense that you would say i don't want to be royalty anymore you know not to not to uh not to say that he would ever be king you know, like he's walking around. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Like you wouldn't. He wasn't even close. I don't think that that would ever happen. But I'm, all I'm saying is he would not have to ever do nothing. What do you got to do? Put on a tasselly jacket every once in a while and wave at some people. You know, you ain't got to even shake nobody's hand no more because of the pandemic. And and I was like, why would you leave that behind? And I was like, oh, it's the lady. It was the lady got in his head and she was like, I don't like doing all this stuff and being in England, which I don't know. She was a she was a, you know, American gal, I think. And so, you know, I think from the beginning, I think this is my theory. I think from the beginning, you know, being an outsider that even hasn't read one millionth of the stuff that's out, you know, because they're always in the tabloids. They're always in all these magazines like and I haven't read none of it. 
I just read the headlines and be like, hmm. And I'd make a judge. I cast a judgment based on headlines that I read while I'm socially distancing in line at the grocery store. That's how I like make my cat, you know, make my judge when I, I'll judge character. And I think that I'm, I feel like I'm spot on, you know, from doing that. But, uh, but anyway, like I was like, I think from the beginning, you know, she had a plan and she had an agenda and, and like, uh, she got in his head, man. She got in his head and made him leave the royal family, which is insane. If you think about, if you think about it, right. And, uh, cause if you would have told him that, I think that if you would have told that guy, you know, that you're, you know, if you marry this, this lady, like she will make you leave the royal family. Like when they first met, he'll be like, oh, I would never leave the royal family. <laughs> How did they talk? I would never leave the royal family. No, nah, I don't know, man. However, he says words. But, uh, but he did. And then I saw him talking to somebody. I think it was like a Disney higher up exec. And uh, at a party, uh, like there was a hot mic and you heard Harry be, you know, tell the guy, you know, that she does voiceover work. Yeah, I guess for cartoons or whatever, you know, and I was like, how sad is that, that you were royalty and now you're trying to be like, well, my my uh, my wife is very talented and uh, you're using your connections, you know, when you're mingling and rubbing elbows with all these people Um you know, instead of getting to act like you're above them now, you're getting, you're like, can can my wife do some, like, voices on cartoons? And I just think that that's sad, man. But that's the, I mean, that's what, that's what, that's what can happen if you're not careful. One day you're king, and the next day you're begging for your old lady to do voiceover work. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, that really has nothing to do with nothing, uh, what else do I want to talk about today? Let me look at my list. Usually I just have like one sentence things to talk about. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Oh, this is something that I want to run by you. This is something. Oh, before I do that, before I end with that, I watched that. I started that. I didn't finish it, but I started that show, that new Netflix miniseries Waco about uh, David Koresh and the Branch Divinonites. Divinonites. That's what it's called, right? Divinonites. And uh, that happened in my lifetime, so I found that really interesting. I've always kind of been fascinated with cults. Uh, not because I want to join cults, but because there is always something, not always, not all, some cults suck, man, but there's always, there's always this part of, of, of like cult life that is appealing to me, and then you know, there, even when I'm reading about it, I'm like, ah, oh, that would be cool, man. And then, and then you're like, whoa, <laughs> once you, once you get to the crazy part, you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I guess the religious thing is not cool, but like David Koresh was, uh, what kind of bug me about that is if it's total fantasy, like if you're watching, a show that's fictional and they're making you root for the bad guy or the main character is a bad guy. So they, they win you over, uh, to, 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 you know, you're, you're cheering for the bad guy. Um, like I'm say breaking bad, you're cheering for the bad guys. And, um, 
because the people that come after the bad guys are the bad guys in your head. That's one thing, you know, but if it's a true story and they make the bad person appealing to you and it's a true story, then I kind of don't like that feeling when I watch stuff like this because you're watching stuff like this and you're like, ah, you know, they're doing this thing out there and it's what they believe. And, you know, you see this loving character, you know, and he's reaching out to people in the beginning of the of the miniseries. David Koresh is like reaching out to people. But then he has like underage wives, man. And you're just like, man, don't even make me like that guy. Don't even make him human. Don't even make me connect with him on that level because, like, once you see something like that, even if a show's fictional, if I saw something like that, I'd be like, nah, bruh. <laughs> you know, like, don't even talk to me no more. Don't even show me any sides of this person that that are likable, Yeah. And you could be like, Glenn, there's good in everybody, and everybody's a human, and we're all people, even if people are bad, sick people, they're still people. Not to me. So, you know, I was watching that, and I thought, you know, I thought that it was just crazy how he was like, well, we have to deny ourselves, <laughs> we have to deny ourselves pleasure. And so he's like, so I will relieve you from, you know, I will relieve you from the burden of pressure by I'll marry everybody's wives. Like, and I'll have a bunch of wives and I can have sex with everyone, you know, all the women, but no one else can. And I will do, I just don't not like <laughs> that. That's the first red flag. You know, if you're joining a cult and the only person that gets to have sex with your wife is the leader of the cult, that's just a red flag that should shoot up pretty fast, you know? But, uh, but I don't know. It's a well done. Netflix really does a lot of good stuff now. And that's Ad Ruth. Ad Ruth from uh, Ozark. The, the lady that played Ruth on Ozark. And I really like that actress. But uh, not as much in that. Because she doesn't have the... She's just not like the... the she doesn't have the southern twang that she does in uh, Ozark. So I like her character in Ozark. Um, but anyway, that's a... That's, I mean, it's a good... It's a well done documentary worth checking out it kind of makes the fbi look like the bad guys which i've got to go back and read i i remember i was so young but i remember some sketchy stuff happened you know some sketchy stuff happened with the way that our government handled going into that compound because i mean there were kids there i just don't know all the details i'm not gonna i'm never gonna talk about something that i don't know about you know if something like that happened today uh Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody's always, you know, everybody's like news now because they have a video camera. So I'm sure that if that happened today, it would have been way different. Like, I'm glad, like, to be honest with you, I'm glad that I didn't, uh, that I didn't grow up today, like in the age that we're in now with this, like the cell phone age. I'm glad that I came before it. Number one, because my memories like aren't all on a screen like i'm like remember that time i was playing candy crush for like days like i don't i enjoyed my childhood and being young and my youth and running around and kind of being free you know if you didn't know where your friends were you just didn't know where they were you know you didn't have access to everybody 24 7 well they're not answering my text so i'm gonna send them something on messenger on facebook i'm gonna hit them up on the timeline you know what I mean? I'm going to call this person. I'm, it's like you can track down. Like the, the, the devices that kids have nowadays were like 
top government, like CIA type, you know, stuff that, 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 you know, everybody didn't have access to when I was young. It was like top important private investigator type stuff. You know, now we all have it. We can pinpoint people, you know, find my iPhone. You can pinpoint people all over the place. But I'm kind of got like the repercussions that come with that. Like I'm not real. I don't know. I'm glad that that's not in my life, man. But uh, but anyway, like, yeah, the Waco thing is definitely worth a watch. It's pretty cool. But uh, the last thing I want to talk about today, the serious thing, the serious thing, is something that I've been uh, thinking about for about a week. And it all started with, um, let me, well, let me take a drink of my water before I launch into this. My co-host will talk while I do this. So, so. That's the nice thing about being having a co-host is they can talk. They can talk while you sip your water. But uh, all this kind of started in my head when I saw something. It was just, you know those memes that people put up? And I used to really like memes. I used to like motivational memes. I used to like see a meme and be like, uh, I feel that same way. That sums me up. But, I mean, now I just think for the... I mean, because anybody can make them. And you can just say anything on a meme, you know, you can be, I just ate beans and somebody in the world will see it and be like, I just ate beans too. But, uh, but so I think that they're dumb for the most part, because like, I don't want to relate to somebody that I don't know because they type some words on something with a lion behind it. You know, I just am who I am and that's enough, right? That's so cares. It's better be I, but, uh, I did see this one and it really made me think, and what it said is, uh, does everything really happen for a reason or do we just look for reasons why things happen? Right. That's what started all. And if that was just somebody trying to sound smart, saying something on a meme, that's fine. But I took that and I can't kind of, I kind of, I kind of ran with it in my head because my whole life I've always, it's like ingrained in me. It's ingrained in me that everything happens for a reason, right? And, you know, um, if you're religious, you might have heard all things work together for good. Um, if you're not religious or you are, I mean, it doesn't matter. You might have heard of karma, which is like what goes around comes around. You get what you give. You put positive energy out into the universe. Positive energy comes back to you. You reap what you sow. In one way, shape, or form, I think that the majority of people, at least, I don't know. That's kind of a broad statement. But a lot of people, let's just say a lot of people, that's safe, believe that everything happens for a reason. There is a reason to everything. So when you hear people say that, when you hear people say that everything happens for a reason, usually it's surrounding a bad event that takes place, either on a large scale that affects a lot of people, like 9-11, or um, on a small scale, like the death of a family member or loved one. People will say that to you a lot of times to comfort you, right? And I think that it's become such... there's. There's certain stuff that is kind of ingrained in who we are as people 
at our core, like we all have like this core belief system. Even if we're open-minded, we have this core belief system. I'm sorry, I don't have any notes. And I know that sometimes when I talk about serious stuff, I kind of talk in circles, but uh, so I might. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was about to say, but I'm not gonna. But I was like, I probably will. So we have these core belief, uh, like a core belief system. And in a lot of us, Everything happens for a reason. What goes around comes around. You reap what you sow. You put a positive energy out in the universe. Positive energy comes back to you. That is ingrained in a lot of us to where we just will even tell ourselves that. Or we might say it to other people that are going through something. And so I started thinking about that, right? I started thinking about that. And I was like, um, if that's really true, if that's really true, why do we... Like the majority of times that you hear that or say that, it's surrounding something that's negative or that's bad that happens, right? Like, like if that's really true, why don't we say that in the good times? You know, when you get a raise at work uh, or you get the job that you always wanted, you know, the career path that you always wanted, uh, you get married to your dream person. Um, and why, why don't people at those times, like on, you know, on your wedding day be like, uh, well, you know, everything happens for a reason, <laughs> you know, what goes around, cause you reap what you sow, you know, people don't say that stuff, you know? And so when I saw that question or not that, well, I guess that kind of was posed as a question, like, uh. I was thinking, is this something that we just mentally tell ourselves in times when stuff is bad because we cannot emotionally and mentally move past certain things without the belief that there is like a reason, like a rhyme and reason to what is happening because it's kind of a, it's kind of a, there's kind of a certain despair or there is a, there's a, I don't know the word I'm looking for. There's a certain hopelessness to, well, there's no reason for this. It's just bad. Like, period. It's just bad. Right? And so I started thinking about, and if you're open-minded, just follow me with this. Just follow me with this because it, it, it's kind of like if you believe that everything happens for a reason... And, you know, if like karma and everything else ties into this, like without that, you know, it kind of changes your perspective on a lot of things in life. And I'm not saying this to be like to talk you out of believing in this because I'm kind of on the fence with it. Like uh, I always heard growing up that all things work together for good, you know, and and. That being said to me, I always interpreted that as me being at the center of everything that happens and everything bad that affects me emotionally that happens works together for my good, for my good. And so I thought this week, you know, maybe it's not my good. That's the way that it's presented to you when somebody dies. Well, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, like uh, that is said to comfort you, like like it, everything happens for a reason 
for me. But like if a if a you know frog is swimming in a pond down in the jungles of wherever or not a pond like a river and a big python eats that frog and kills it and it suffers so much that doesn't I don't even know that's happening that doesn't affect me at all that has nothing to do with my life well that just happened you know that happened for a reason everything happens for a reason so that happened for a reason and the reason doesn't affect me at all. And so I started thinking about how people just kind of go through life, right? You just go through life and you you go around and everybody has the stuff that they believe. And they believe the stuff because somebody else believed the stuff. Or they believe the stuff because somebody that had a lot of confidence told them the stuff, convinced them. A lot of stuff that people believe is because they've been convinced. Pretty much, I don't know, a lot... I would say almost everything, you know, your parents, if it's if it's belief systems uh, or things that you've been told by your parents, you know, a lot of people have that in them and it's deep in them. Or you got convinced like the people that got convinced to join, you know, David Koresh at Waco, like everybody. There's people that can sell stuff like salesmen and it's like belief salesmen and word salesmen go around and everybody's trying to convince everything everybody of 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 all the stuff and so you just accept it you just accept it because it sounds good to you you know or they showed you some kind of proof you know proof is a big thing to a lot of people and and so and and all the stuff that people believes is just something that somebody before them believed or you know or or wrote a book about or whatever and 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 you just you just accept it to be fact and then you get defensive and you go around trying to sell people on you know on what you believe see a lot there's a lot of stuff that i believe personally for me that has come with experience experience like has shown me things that 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 work for me um that some people might have told me before I personally experienced it, but personal experience is something that can convince me, right? Like personal experience, like hit or miss, this works, that doesn't work. And I've learned and grown and matured a lot in certain ways from personal experience, right? If you come up to me and you're a scientist or a mathematician and you're like, this is science and and there's like a there's like a formula you know, and this is like, we can put the evidence before you, like in math, you can say, you know, I have this, there's this equation, there's this way to reach, uh, there's a way to reach the answer if you follow, you know, steps X, Y, and Z. Like, if you just tell me that, and you're an expert in that, I just accept that. I just accept that to be truth, Right. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to. There's a lot of stuff that I believe that I don't understand because people people are like, I know how to work this all out. I'm a scientist. I can tell you that, you know, about the stuff, you know, oxygen and, you know, how we breathe and everything. And I'm like, OK, you know, and every time we go to the doctor, we're really trusting their medical knowledge, their 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 um their knowledge of how the human body works and we go to them and we trust them to make us better right and so it's kind of like that with everything and everybody is is we kind of have this we kind of have this 
this thing where when it comes to everything happens for a reason, like we just have heard that so much that we just accept it, you know, and and I don't know if that's always the case. I, I, I think that one of the reasons that we might do that that makes sense to me. And this is like, I do this with a lot of stuff. I come to a conclusion. <laughs> I come to a conclusion myself. And I'm like, that makes sense. You know, I do that more times than I like to admit. And it's not always right, but it's not something like if I come, there are certain things in my, that I believe that I don't try to push on anybody at all. It just works for me. You know, it works for me because sometimes when there's a question, I need, I need an answer to satisfy something inside of me. I need an answer. And sometimes I reach the conclusion myself and it just works. And it's like satisfies that in me. You know, not with everything. Sometimes I have to, yeah, sometimes I have to search outside of myself. I don't just be like, I make up everything that I believe. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. But with small things, I'm like, ah, that's probably it. You know, and it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect anybody. I don't go around saying, you know, stuff. Yeah, telling people like, well, this works for me. Unless they ask, you know, sometimes I might volunteer. I'm not gonna lie. But, um, for me... I was thinking that that maybe the reason why everything works together and there's a reason for it is because that's what I need as a human to be able to move past the problem, right? Just that belief. Not if it's true. Like, it doesn't have to be true. But sometimes to satisfy something that's in us all, we need to believe that there's not a certain element of chaos, you know? And I think that that's what karma, you know, karma, when you see something bad happen, you want to believe that there's some kind of justice, you know? You want to believe when you see bad people do bad stuff, you want to believe that there's some kind of justice. It hell, it bugs you, man. It bugs you that that there might not be, you know what I mean? Like as far as... as like the the problem that that I've always had with karma is that well I'm kind of glad that there's not I kind of believe I see I think with some stuff there is I think with some stuff there is and with some stuff there's not because I've had like uh what goes around comes around I've had that happen to me before but and you could say well that's just chance Glenn but that's just a whole nother conversation but I think that we need. Or a lot of people, maybe not everybody, but I need that in my head to be able to process things and and go through life. I need the I need the belief that there's a reason why stuff happens, right? Because mentally and emotionally, if there's not, it just everything kind of just falls apart. Like, what's the point? What's the why you know and you get you get you can get stuck on you can get stuck on that the what and the why right and that's not that's kind of dark that's kind of a dark place to be so just believing that is just, I know, it's just something to talk about it's like a comfort during chaos during pain during chaos 
and maybe I've ruined that now. <laughs> now, like, thanks, Glenn. I never thought about that before. And now you've made me feel really bad. Well, that's not what I was trying to do at all. But uh, it's just something that I've thought a lot about since I saw that dumb meme. And I was like, stupid meme. After I seen that, I was like, that's the exact reason why I don't like memes, man. So, uh, but anyway... Like, that's just, that's just something that, that, uh, you can think about this week. Like, uh, do we look for reasons? Do we look for like justifications in our minds? Is it just something that we have to do? I think that it is. I think that we need that. I think that we want that. Even if we don't want to admit that we do, I think that we want that. I, th I think that, uh, it's just something that our minds need because there's a lot of stuff. See, there's a lot of stuff that I'm sure... I'm sure has happened to me in my life that I find a reason why it happened. It might be a lesson that I learned from it. It might be like, oh, I dodged the bullet not being with that person. You know what I mean? A nasty breakup or something. And it's like, oh. But then afterwards, you're like, dodge the bullet. And I find a reason why myself. Now, on a, there's a lot of stuff that we can't process that goes on. Like if every single event, every single step you take, every single blade of grass, every single everything that ever happens anywhere, if all of that is intertwined somehow, right, for all these different purposes, we couldn't mentally grasp all of that, right? So maybe just us being, looking at a bad event, looking at a bad event and finding our own reason is what we need. That's all I'm saying. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's it. If you want to contact me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, your podcast is a bummer, man. If you want to contact me, I'm sorry. If you want to contact me, the the, the uh, contact information is in the notes of this podcast. I appreciate you guys listening to me. I kind of just was thinking out loud today. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, I hope that everybody has a good week. And that's all I got. I'm done. I won't bug you. I won't even bug you no more, man, this week. Next week, I'll be back with more things to say and uh, because I'll have more thoughts. But uh, I hope that you guys have an awesome week. I'll talk to you next week. Peace out.